0: We are developing students for the industry, Career Technical Education, so that they become our replacements. These young people have chosen this opportunity to get a jump start on their career.
1: They'll have a better
2: idea uh, about what they want to do and what they're good at by the time they leave
0: high school.
3: There's some great opportunities for these students that are coming out of the Career and Technical Programs from Henrico County
0: hello hello and welcome to another edition of henrico cte now i am rashawn garnett and with me i have mike roberts yes today we found him y'all we had to go on a scavenger (laughs) hunt to find mike roberts for today's show but we were able to find him and uh, I know you guys missed them last episode. Mike was, he's about to be MIA for another episode. Right
1: there'd be two in a row missing. To- <laughs> the last one was planned though. This one the, was not supposed to be planned. The last
0: one was planned. Uh, <laughs> this one was not supposed to be planned, but we were able to find Mike anyhow. All right guys, got some guests for you today. As always via the Microsoft Teams hotline. Mike, you know, I like to call it the Microsoft Teams hotline because it's been so valuable to us during this whole pandemic thing. But uh, I want to remind you guys to check us out on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Instagram, all at the handle Henrico CTE. Check out HenricoCTE.com. See everything that we have going on concerning Henrico Career and Technical Education, Workforce, and Career Development. We just got some graduation pictures up, didn't we, Mike? I think I yes. saw you post that.
1: Yes, yes. We uh, we got the uh, the Ace Center graduation pictures from uh, Monday night, and they're awesome. It turned out nice.
0: Yep. So... Uh... Go check that out and share in uh, all the congratulations that we have for those students who did graduate with some type of certificate or college credit, or a lot of times, both, a lot of times, both. Mike, tell them where they can find the podcast.
1: You can find the podcast on all of your major podcast venues and most of the minor ones. Please check us out, like, and subscribe. So you don't miss an episode. We're into our third season looking for our 6,000th, member or like or whatever you Subs- want to look Subscription? At
0: subscription.
1: That's it. <laughs> okay. That's a word. I got no, I'm you. Still, I'm hey, still you were looking up, for the but... word. <laughs> no, words t-
0: are escaping me. <laughs> English is hard, man. I'm telling yes. you. That's my, I'm going to get a hat that says that. English is hard. Sometimes it, <laughs> it is a feat, guys. Seriously. All right, guys. So let's get to our guest. Uh, we have quite the panel here for you today. All right. All of which are from our web development program. And we will start with the teacher. A web development teacher mrs omega james moore with her she has some students alexandra adi shamir and jason how are you guys doing today? thank you guys so much for hanging out here on henrico cte now but i want to start with your teacher miss moore you you yeah. should be pretty proud of these students from what i understand i'm so uh, proud of them yes. some of the accomplishments so just just share share a little bit about these students and why you know why are they even guests here on the show today
4: Okay. Um, Well, we have Adi, Ali, and Samir. They competed in our national FBLA competition, and they won first place in coding and programming event. And Jason here took it upon himself to seek out the Youth Conservation Leadership Program, and he created and built a site for them to support and promote conservation in our area.
0: Absolutely. That is awesome. That is awesome. And uh, we'll get into both of those endeavors here shortly. But first, we gotta learn about the teacher, right? Gotta learn about the teacher. The I, get I wanna it. learn about the teacher.
4: <laughs> <laughs> it's not black to me. Teacher. I'm an open book, seriously.
0: <laughs> hey, look, that's good. We like open books here on Go CTE now. So, uh, being an open book, just tell us about yourself and tell us what got you into teaching.
4: Well, I've been in education for 15 years. I started out in the counseling department at the school I graduated from. So, of course, 15 years ago, I applied there, and I worked there for about 11 years. Through my connections with the students, being an advisor, I said, you know, I wanted to jump into the classroom. So, I always loved technology, creating logic, and so I decided to take coding and programming boot camp at the University of Richmond. And so, then I applied here at the Illustrious A Center, and... That's where I became the web development teacher, teaching these
0: kids. And now you've brought your talents uh, to the A Center at Hermitage. Yes. And I am sure these students are uh, excited for it. I see a lot of head nods. That is wonderful. (laughs) And you know, Mike, I was just sitting here, just listening to Mrs. Moore talking to her students and you could just see the connection that they have, which I think is really, really important in education. Wouldn't you say, Mike?
1: Oh, definitely. I mean, if you're not, if you're not able to connect with your students, it's, I mean, it, it puts it on a different level. They're, they're ready to learn. They're excited to hear what you're teaching them and excited to show you what they, they can do. So I, I think that's some very, very important.
0: Yeah. And, you know, they work a little bit harder for you when they feel like they're a part of a team. Right. And that's what I felt. I got the feel. I got that team atmosphere, that family atmosphere uh, from them just hanging out here in the lobby here via the Microsoft Teams um, hotline. So, Mrs. Moore, tell us about your class, though. What is web development? Talk to me like I don't know anything about it. What is web development?
4: Um, Well, (laughs) Web development coding programming is at like the forefront of today's world technology in general. And in my class in particular, the first year, and these are all first year students, I wanted to let you know, all of these are my first year kids. So they've been virtual the entire time, but we've still built that connection. And in this cl- in the classroom, we go over the basic um, web development concepts, learning HTML, CSS, JavaScript, and web creation, of course layout design and all the technical aspects of web design and then our second year we get into programming and more into language and all of the algebra behind coding itself
0: okay so if you're interested in the not so physical aspects of the computer you may be more of the numbers and the programs and the softwares then this is where you want to be
4: there you go. With all right. So software versus the, the hardware,
0: software versus hardware. Mm-hmm. So now I'm going to ask some questions of some students here. How did you guys hear about uh, the web development program and, and what made you want to join? And we'll start with uh, Ali or Alexandra. I picked up on the nickname. Am I allowed to call you that? <laughs> mm-hmm. I feel like, yeah, you know, I go I to,
5: by Ali.
0: I just met you. Okay. All right. All right. Cool. All right. So we'll start with, with you. Well, how did you hear about the web development program and what made you want to sign up?
5: So before I heard of web development, I was totally going to get like seven AP classes, which wasn't really going to be a good idea. But one day we were all called to the auditorium and they showed off this like amazing, like plethora of classes you could take with all like hands on experience. And it was just really exciting. I immediately wanted I wanted to be able to work as soon as possible. And I was like, OK, so this is the solution. I can knock out all of these I can get all these certificates and credits so I can uh, begin doing what I love.
0: Yeah, yeah, you mentioned the 7 AP courses. I'm telling you one AP course is enough. I took AP history at Enrico High School. My my goodness. Shout out to Coach Vance though. He was teaching it. I don't know if he he teaches that still AP history, but yeah, that AP AP classes are bare. What about you Adi? How did you hear about web development and what made you want to sign
3: up? So I think I also heard it through the same auditorium meeting that we were all called to. They showed the ACE centers and when you are entering high school in eighth grade, you are, you have an option to apply to a center. Most of these centers are the big centers at all the schools. Godwin having the medical center, Deepfront having the the computer science center. And uh, well, I was kind of new to all that, I didn't really know much about it. I couldn't get in. But then sophomore year, I heard about the A centers and I looked at them and I saw the, the pamphlet that they gave us. And Uh, I saw the web development course and I thought, wow, this is actually interesting, teaches you more hands on than I have seen before in Godwin, teaches you very technical skills, very useful skills. And it also seems like a fun class to be in. So I signed up for the visitations. Uh, I came to Miss Moore's class last year. It it seemed really fun. Everyone was enjoying themselves. Everyone was learning. It was like, you know, really close. It It was a small class. I think last year, um, I don't really know, but I think there were like 15 students there. Everyone seemed to be having fun. And, you know, that was like, wow, computer science and everyone's having fun. That's <laughs> kind of not really what you, you see, it. right? And I was like, yeah, this seems interesting. I can do it. The big thing was that this class actually required us to sign off half of our schedules. So you we spent we an entire day because Godwin, this was last year was the first time Godwin was adapting to a block schedule instead of a period schedule. So it would be one day at Ace, one day at Godwin. So I kind of figured out the schedule. My, my counselor told me that my credits were working fine. You could do this. It's going to work out. And uh, yeah, now I'm here. Well, I'm glad I'm glad that uh,
0: it seems like this the field trip sold it for you right there at the, at the yes. end of the day. And, yeah, definitely. And, and, and Mike, that's one of the reasons that we do that in conjunction with the auditorium visits that both Ali and Adi uh, alluded to, right? I mean, th- that's what they were mentioning, uh, where we go out in the auditorium and we talk to the students. We've done that in the past, prior to the pandemic, of course, but uh, it's nice to, to actually hear that, you know, it worked out for somebody, right, Mike?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's it's exciting when we get to, to meet the students in the auditorium and talk to them, uh, sometimes uh, one-on-one when they come and talk to us after the presentation, and it's great that they're and one of the things we stress is about them going and meeting the teachers and seeing the classroom, visiting the labs, the, the, where are they going to be working if they should take this class and to get an idea of exactly what it is they do. I mean, it, it's not your typical classroom. And, and all these guys have found out, being first-year students, that they've already gone through this, is that they spend uh, the bulk of their time actually doing and practicing what they're learning versus just the book acts aspects of it actually versus theorizing.
0: It, right? Yeah. Versus the theory, you know, you do some theory, but you also do some hands on here as well. So you get to put what you're reading into practice. So Samir, uh, same question for you.
6: Um, it was actually like pretty crazy for me because I took Miss Moore's polytech class in 2018 yep. and that's when I like first met her. So when we went on the field trip, she instantly noticed me and it was just so crazy because it's been like, I think two, three years by that time. So on the field trip, you know, learning about her class and talking to multiple students, you know, I was able to learn that this is something I want to do. Like, it seems so interesting that I just wanted to be like part of this center in class. You know, I applied for it and thankfully I got it.
0: Yeah, summer Polytech is one of those things that really helps bridge the gap. It gives students the opportunity uh, to try it before you buy it, Mike. We say It seems like I say it every single
1: episode. <laughs> That
0: Test it out over the summer. Yeah, yeah, try it before you buy it. Um, uh, unfortunately, at the airing of the show, Summer Polytech is already in progress, but uh, it's not too late for next year. Just look out for when we uh, send that information out for this summer. But you get an opportunity to try something like a web development, right, Mike, and kind of uh, get your feet wet.
1: Definitely. I mean, I actually learned HTML many, many moons ago when – AOL was the thing. Um, the internet was just, you know, being birthed, and and but everybody was on AOL. And I taught myself HTML and started d- making web pages for me and my friends. And then it turned into a business for a while before. And then it's been, you know, twenty some years I've been d- uh, developing websites and main and I'm maintaining the one for uh, career technical education here in Hardee County. And it's it's something that. It's, it's neat to be able to do something that you're sitting at your computer and sometime later you've either got a dozen or thousands or hundreds of thousands of people get to see your work. Um, yes. it's gotta be, it's, it's just, it's always been exciting. It's, and, and I'm, I'm, I know these kids are, uh, are, um, you know, it's exciting for them too. One
0: thing you hit, you said there, and I, I want to say, say this, and then Miss Moore, I feel like you wanted to add something as well. I got it. But, uh, and, um, AOL right there. Do you guys even know what AOL is? <laughs> Everybody's shaking their head. <laughs> Look at
1: them. Mike, this, right. is, I didn't even Mike, this is that, that. moment, man. I dated man. myself really bad.
0: Mike, this is that moment. <laughs> what you were saying, one day.
4: They don't know what AOL, with dial-up is. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> uh, yeah, they you don't know what an Ethernet cable is.
1: Oh, um, oh, yeah, oh my the Dial-up modem with the, the whine coming over the phone line. And, right. And it taking... Taking a day to download a file. <laughs> yeah. Do you know have... what
4: a rotary phone is?
1: Oh, yeah. oh yeah, yeah. They do.
4: Okay. I see
0: some some, some see head nods. You. Some some saying no, they don't. But um, what do you want to add on here, Mrs. Moore? I, uh, I
4: just heard um, Mr. Hey, Roberts well. say, "No, no, no." I just heard him say that he wanted to volunteer to speak to my class.
1: Okay. Did I hear that?
0: I think I think <laughs> yes, I think
1: that's what I heard. <laughs> I, yes, sure, I, I can do that.
0: <laughs> so I'll like, help him remember.
4: <laughs> I, not like i put him on the spot on a podcast but like, you guys I, that fine. that's, that's right.
1: fine <laughs>
0: but uh, yeah but i feel extra old guys i just turned 29 and uh you know i'm sorry to get up there and you guys don't even know what aol is all right let's continue with the show all right so <laughs> at the la competition uh, the event was called was out that mike's
1: 55 <laughs>
0: right okay so <laughs> moving on let's talk about this competition you guys were able to place first in it in a code it's the coding and programming competition and we're not talking about jason here jason uh we'll get to get to your awesome deal um here in a second can somebody tell me what that what the parameters were of that competition and what all went into the preparation there so raise hands no i gotta call on somebody uh let's see okay so we go Adi, raise raises hand
3: So, So, somebody tell um, me what happened. So, first of all, we heard about the, Ms. Moore told about the FBLA program that her class participates in every year. And so FBLA is a big, I think, organization that gives out several programs. So you can take a game design competition. You can take a coding and programming, journalism, tons of stuff. Uh, I think they have a whole website on it, too. So I, um, well, I realized that our class is coding and our class is about programming, and so I thought, why not do the coding and programming one? Because I thought we'd be learning about these skills and we did. We learned a lot on how to make our program because of the class we were in. So our program required us, our um, event required us to make a program from scratch that gives you a quiz. So it gives you a quiz. When you start the quiz, it gives you five randomly generated questions, true and false, multiple choice, fill in the blanks, matching, drop down, all that stuff. And these and the trick was that these questions have to come from a database. And so you cannot hard quote um, five questions with the same choices every time. You have to pick from a database where they randomize it every time. And you should be able to interact with the quiz so you can answer the questions. And these were gonna be trivia questions. So um, when, when you answer these questions, you would submit and it would show your score. And to add on to that, it would print you a certificate with your score on it. And so it kind of required us to it really it made us think about a lot of had we had to consider a lot of stuff how would the website look how would the questions look how would we make the connection between the database what database program would we use how would we run all of this live how would we show all of this how would we make a certificate how would we print all that right so it took us a while we started in i think november or uh, october and our first competition was i think february second week or third week uh, so for that, we had to just you know get on a Zoom call like this one or uh, Teams call and record ourselves, record a presentation, all of us talking, show off our program, and we just submitted a video. And I think a week or two later, Ms. Moore told us that we qualified for states. And <laughs> first of all, we were really surprised because kind of got this program done at the last minute. But we did pull it together. That was great. Ali and Samir helped a lot. And then a week later, we realized, oh, now we have to do states. and. Well, that was more. We had to present more. We know we couldn't go with the exact same thing, but we weren't allowed to change our program, so we had to change up our presentation. So we don't, you know, give the same thing again. And so we made a we made a PowerPoint presentation where we would show the specific logics of the code, such as loops, how the database is connecting to our Eclipse program, how the questions, how it's judging if your answer is correct, how it's printing out the score report. And so we stored those specific parts of our code on the presentation, explained those, and I think we were limited to seven minutes of presenting. And we practiced for a little bit. We um, practiced, actually, a lot of times, many trials and errors. And the day came, we, we joined their link, They we presented, surprisingly, only one question was asked. And it was kind of a broad question. I guess like the program, that's what I like to think. And next two or three days later, I think this more told us that, yeah, we had qualified. All right, so you got the you got the win, Miss Moore.
0: That sounds like a really, really, really complicated competition. So, what in the world are are the judges looking for in, in something like that? And why is a win like this so important to students, uh, these students, and especially them being first year students working on a project of that magnitude?
4: Um, in all honesty, the judges the judges come from a wide variety of backgrounds, so they don't know the logic behind what the students are building. So I was super proud of them because I got to sit in on um, the competition and evaluate them on how they did prior to and then during. And they knocked it out of the park. They addressed all of the questions that the judges could have possibly had. But even if you didn't understand coding, you would be able to understand what they did. And so... The competition within itself, I think it's healthy for all students. You know, you compete to give you a level of leadership, camaraderie, and just understanding your abilities. They came back to the drawing board, like he said, several times just to reevaluate and fix any errors that they had. And they really did. They knocked it out. And yeah. that's why the judge only had one question.
0: <laughs> <laughs> they answered all of those questions prior. <laughs> right. Uh, teamwork seems to be a huge part of this. And, and Ali, let's just speak, speak to that a little bit. Like, How big was teamwork putting together a project like this project to win first place?
5: It was pretty difficult, honestly, because we had to like do all of this online. Yeah. And we had to figure out how to connect all of our codes. So what I ended up doing is I had to like zip up my code in a file and then send it to Adi. And then he would like fix some things. And then Samir would also have to like run the everything. And it was like it was pretty difficult doing all of that. Thankfully, from the onset, we were like, this is how we're going to split the responsibilities. And so we had a plan from the beginning. The plan didn't really go as planned, but- um, But you adjusted yeah exactly we had to we had to make some adjustments we actually had to switch the languages we were using like halfway through so that's why we did everything last minute since our plant was completely wrecked but still I think that it was a big deal that we were all able to count on each other to get our parts done and then assemble it all in the end to get the final product
0: all right so uh Samir what's your take on the uh project as a whole I think
6: it
5: was like
0: difficult at
6: first, but us like being virtual and having this tough year, it made everything even harder. But we were all on the same page, like even outside of school, we talked, you know, like Ali said, we we sort of talked about who has what and, you know, what you're going to do. But also, I think like the great part is like, we all helped one another, like, it wasn't just like, you do this and you do that. But we actually like try to figure it out, research, sort of also ask us more you know, how do we do this? What's the best approach? And yeah, it, it was fun at the end of the day. It was hard as well. Definitely. It was pretty hard, but I had
0: a lot of fun and I'm sure they did too. Yeah. It take, it has to take a high level of maturity, right, Mike, to be able to pull this off in the first place during a regular school year, but a virtual one at that.
1: I think that one of the things I think uh, Rashawn and I have talked about it since we've gotten back in the office together is the when you're working remotely, you don't have that Collaboration piece. It's harder to do it when you're not face to face, and the fact that the, that the y'all y'all's group was able to overcome that lack of face to face communication shows that y'all are a great team that y'all are able to uh, make it work no matter what. So I, I think it's awesome. Yep, and uh, Mrs. Moore, you got to be proud of how how they were
0: able to handle it in in itself, right?
4: I just want to commend them overall because. As the mentor um, and advisor for FBLA or any organization, when their students are competing, they are spearheading their project. They're taking it by the horns and they're moving with it. We are as advisors or teachers cannot assist them thoroughly in their projects. We can they can use the education that they receive from the classroom. But overall, they're taking their project and they're creating it all individually. Um, or independently excuse me so yes they definitely receive kudos for that
0: yeah you have to really be a self-starter to accomplish something like this and, and then to work together virtually to, to come up with the win congratulations uh, guys great job great work and speaking of being a self-starter let's get to jason over here i haven't forgot about you jason i see you over there he's in the corner of my screen right here guys <laughs> via the microsoft teams hotline so yeah. Jason, let's talk about uh, your project. You um, got an opportunity to work with the Youth Conservation, Conservation uh, Leadership Program. They wanted you to build them a website. Let's talk about how you were able to come in contact with an opportunity like that and what kind of website were they looking for?
2: Um, I found the opportunity through my Schoology page, really the Youth Conservation Leadership Institute Program. They really just like sponsor the people who are trying to build a project to work toward some sort of conservation goal. I just chose a website in particular, but students can do a lot of other things. Like I think someone did like this plastic sculpture and someone else made a PowerPoint. And another one was like organizing beach cleanups and stuff like that. So you can do a lot of different things. I just wanted to play to one of my strengths, which is building websites.
0: So yeah. Yeah, and and the website looks wonderful by the way. And when Mrs. Thank Moore you. sent it to me, I said, wow, this looks really, really good. So what came, what we went into uh, making something like that, Jason? And you got to speak to me like, I don't know what you're talking about because I probably don't. So <laughs> keep that there, in mind.
2: <laughs> one thing that I did run into, I used Squarespace as a site builder. Um, there wasn't a lot of hard coding involved, so that got a lot of that out of the way, but I did have to worry about who I was catering to did I want to make it like a larger thing or do did I want to center more on the Henrico area or the greater Richmond area? I worked a lot with my mentor, Mr. Beckley, and Ms. Moore. She helped me out a lot with that. The planning process definitely was an important portion of the project. It really set the groundwork and it led me to feel like I was more in control and knew what I wanted to do.
0: So, uh, Jason, what do, what do you hope people gain from visiting that website, man? You built it. It's called waterrunoffawareness.com. Is that correct? Correct. That is correct. So, guys, go visit it, waterrunoffawareness.com, see the wonderful work that our students here inside of Henrico County are doing inside of the web development program. But ultimately, what do you want uh, people to gain when they go gain from that website when they go visit? I hope they gain a
2: greater understanding of the true problem of runoff pollution. But also show it towards show uh, impulse to get involved, not only with runoff pollution but with other problems that we have, and truly bring on that same conservationist spirit to
0: people around them. And uh, again, Mrs. Moore, you got to be proud. You, you got some sure students you're working with here. I am. I starters I,
4: I truly, truly love this program. I love my class. The kids that I, I get, that I attract to this program are truly forward thinkers, and the majority, for the most part, are they want to go in head first and learn as much as, and you can't ask for any anything better.
0: And I feel like uh, something like coding, right, Mike? You got to be passionate about it. Web development, you got to be passionate about it. It's not one of those things you can just skate through. They weed out the week in there pretty quick. <laughs> no,
1: no, you've definitely got to know what you're doing, and, and you're definitely not going to just ask halfway it. You know, you've got to get into it all the way. Especially with what Jason Jason was saying was it's more than just building the page. You before you started it all, you've got a lot of things to take in consideration. With him, he had to pick his, um, who was going to ho- handle the hosting and was going to be the, the, the template a provider. And, you know, that made it easier at one point. But at the same time, he had to take in consideration, you know, about his scope and his audience and things like that. It, those are things that he could have very easily just skated over top of that. But he ended up with a better website because he thought it through. And I think that's great. Right. And uh,
0: Mrs. Moore here, I think this talks a little bit about the wide variety and really the grand scope. Of web development, the field in general, right, we have two very different projects here, all falling underneath the same umbrella. So let's talk about let's talk about that. Let's talk about the wide variety of skills that students who may be aspiring to be in this course. All these students are first year students. What kind of skills they can look forward to earning when taking web development at the Center Hermitage?
4: I just truly want children to know or students to know that coding is just another language, just like Spanish or French. It's just another language. It truly aids the students in fostering their creativity in developing math skills, improving academically. It helps the students become confident and problem solvers. And coding right now is basic, the basic literacy of the digital age. If you don't know or if you haven't tried to um, dabble into any portion of coding whether it is um, block coding or scratch um, or what have you i i encourage the parents to introduce it to their students and their children because they will definitely thank you in the future
0: right and it's one of those things where if you think you may be a little even remotely interested in technology why not give coding a shot and that's like 95 percent of students right are, are interested in some form of technology. That's, form actual of technology. Stats. That's actual stats right there, okay? Mm. Uh, no, I'm kidding. I don't well, I don't you, really know that. But yeah. You,
1: you gotta look at what that technology is touching. I mean, coding is involved any type of technology, nine times out of ten, is gonna involve coding. Does yes. whether it's your cell phone, your your laptop, the the hosting server for the website, everything it's gotta get it's gotta have something behind that interface. Yeah. You know, for the user to use. And 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 you're and you could be the one who's putting that together and coming up with the next innovation.
0: Yeah, coding really really does seem like the DNA of how things work, right, Mrs. Moore?
4: Yes, definitely. Um you think about it now, everything is smart. Everything: your smartphone, your smart watch, your smart um, refrigerator, and guess what? You need behind that. You need somebody to program that, and code that, in order to work for it to work efficiently. So, if you think about it, technology, coding, programming is everywhere around us.
0: Yeah, and somebody to come out with those updates too to fix why my uh, Safari keep crashing my <laughs> iPhone 12 out of nowhere. Uh, but let's 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 talk about skills. Let's talk about coding. Starting with my FBLA students here, well, the students that participate in the FBLA competition. How were you able to apply the skills you learned in class to help you with those projects? And we'll start with Ali over there. She has her hand raised.
5: So we had many different aspects to cover when we were working on our project. So like I said, we split everything up. And I ended up working on the website portion. So that's using our HTML to like add content. And then we use CSS to like add colors and the layout and make everything look professional. And Adi ended up covering up the, the SQL, the SQL, and that works with the database and connecting everything to the website so we can make sure that it's randomized and that it has, a, like I said, a database to select from. What? So, yeah. SQL was more of like a thing that we pursued on our own, but I definitely made heavy use of our HTML and CSS skills to make the, the layout the appearance of the site.
0: And what about you, Jason, uh, about the same story? Um, Through custom CSS, we also talked about certain
2: aspects of, like, how to format your web page, like building wireframes and storyboarding, which also helped with the planning process, and just building out pages from projects that we've done in class. That really helped me with the creation of my website.
0: All right. And I I heard... uh, you hear some programs and you guys work with HTML, CSS, right uh, just just explain what those things are for me if you can miss mrs. Moore some of the things that Ali mentioned HTML CSS explain it for someone who does not understand what, what any of those with either one of those terms mean
4: okay well html stands for hypertext excuse me markup language and that is what we use to build the structure of our site so all of our sites are built generally with the structure of html um, and that's what's talking to our browsers saying you know what this is going to be a site css um it you apply css for the styling purposes and to get um, your colors and all of your aesthetics. And then JavaScript, you use that to incorporate your functionality that makes things pop up, um, twist, move, and yeah,
0: make it dynamic. Make an awesome website sandwich, right, Mike? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like
1: I'll put, that description. I'll go, I'll it, it. It, crea- it does, it creates layers. That's what you're there doing. You, mm-hmm.
0: yeah, you create layers, and if you guys didn't know, uh, if you're a long-time listener, of Henrico CTE now as my phone goes off in the background um, then you'll then you'll know that Mike does our website henco go check it out and yep. uh, you Mike do you make use of some of these things when you when you are updating our website
1: yes um, uh, luckily um, a lot of that stuff is put together in the background for me so there's not a whole lot of hard coding um, as some of these uh, guys are, are probably are doing it at a certain level but uh, yes absolutely. And, no, database. Uh, no database integration, though. I'm not doing that.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
1: I don't want to do that.
4: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they can okay. come and do it for you. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. There you <laughs> yes, go. They come and do it for you. There you go, Mike. Give the it's students hard, an it opportunity. Is hard, it is hard to maintain 200-plus uh-huh. pages of content with all yeah. the programs and all the stuff that we do.
0: Yeah, CTE has a, a lot to offer. And we mentioned earlier in the program here that all of these are first-year students, which makes all of these feats sound that much more, uh, impressive. Right. So (laughs) I want to ask, have you guys seen yourself grow? We're here at the end of the year, uh, at the time of the airing of this, of this show is the end of the year. A lot of you guys are done with school basically. So first, thank you so much for coming and doing the podcast and not saying, Oh, I'm not worried about Mr. Garnett, but, uh, (laughs) and also second, what, how have you grown? How have you grown uh, in your first year of web development? You came in thinking this way and now you think, what? And we'll start with Samir.
6: I think I've grown a lot in terms of like sort of learning everything. Of course, you know, we've been throughout the year we've learned how to make several websites and do projects. But I think also, um in Ms Moore's class, you know we have this thing called Family Circle, where we sort of ask questions and we sort of think about what to do. And I think I've grown in that you know sort of way because I would classify myself as shy, but I think I've talked a lot in her class and I think I've grown in that sort of aspect where I've been able to sort of talk more about something I do like, you know, coding and programming, something I enjoy. So I've been able to be more passionate about it and sort of talk to more about it as well.
0: Yeah, breaking out of your shell, much like a butterfly and not like a cicada. We got a lot of those up here (laughs) in North Virginia.
3: All right, Adi, how have you grown? So, yeah, definitely. I think our class, especially being... A whole day, its uh, pretty much an entire day. First of all, that gives us a lot of time to do a lot of things, not only just class related, but as I really just so we connect with each other, which I think is important because we're going to be spending two years together. Um, most of us anyway. I think it's important that, first of all, you have a good connection with your teacher if you want to do something with them. Us having, us three having a good connection with Miss Moore is definitely the reason how we got so far in the competition as we did. And not only that, another important skill that we did learn in the class is that we learned how to, not necessarily do everything by ourselves, right? Uh, Ms. Moore gives us more than plenty of resources to get whatever we need. I did not know anything about database when I started this project, but thanks to Ms. Moore and just her teaching us how to get to things, things that we need, because everything we need is definitely out there on the internet. We can definitely find it if we look hard enough. Learning that skill, I think itself is a big thing. Um, might, might as well be big enough so that we should be having a class on how to find resources that, you know, that can help you do what you want. And that, I think, was one of the most important skills that I learned in this class that I am able to today go and find something that I, you know, that I think I cannot do. I can definitely go out there, find some way of learning how to do that, even right. if it's going to take me a while.
0: And those resources are, are usually free. My favorite resource, YouTube University. I mean, you can find all kinds of things <laughs> on YouTube University or, or by way of Google College. Sometimes Google College leads to YouTube University and vice versa. Mike, uh, students these days really do have a lot of opportunities to be self-starters.
1: Yeah, the back in when I got started, it was, everybody was very open and just like they are now. When And we didn't have YouTube, but there were places you could go, uh, uh, chat rooms and message boards and stuff that you could go into. When, you know, if you had a particular problem and you ch- needed some help with with solving it, and people were always very open to share their knowledge with you. Because back when I was doing it, I, there was no place you could go to get taught. You know, they didn't have the classes, and this was pre-web editors. So you were basically coding it by hand and coding it for for browsers that that were all different, very much different. Oh, wow. Like, yeah, they, they didn't want to work together. They didn't want to work the same. Microsoft said, well, we made a browser better than everybody else's, and so it, 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 we got extra language, we got extra uh, hypertext tags that you can use that don't work on somebody else's website, so only use ours, and then right. and everybody else was like, well, we don't, we, we've got our own, and, and so you had, to, you had to build something, especially if you were building for a customer, you had to build something that fit right in that little thin margin that would work on all of them using the core HTML language versus the the, the extra stuff that they were coming up with. So, yeah, Mike, you were you're kind of grew up in the wild west of the Internet right there, man. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, it was. Yes,
0: it was. So, so, Jason, let's let's get back to the how How have you grown? How have you grown, man? And in, uh, in, in the web development course, being a first year student. I definitely think I've grown
2: as a programmer. I've learned a lot about programming that I did not know before. I think programming and this class has given me a sense of confidence in my career that I don't think I had before. Like I feel like I can be a self-starter, and I do have tons of different opportunities and avenues that and avenues that I can go down. Like this was an opportunity. I reached out to the YCLI program, that was an opportunity. I'm gonna try to start freelancing. I I just feel very confident
0: in my abilities due to this class. Right, and that's crazy, Mike, and that's so good to hear all of that, Jason, because you took one year in web development and that is really, really positive stuff right there.
1: I think it's awesome that he's gonna get out and freelance. That's gonna make him push his boundaries. Yeah. He's not going to sit there on his heels and say, I know what I need to know. He's He and, and the people that he's going to be doing work for are going to make him push his boundaries and, and stretch out his knowledge and his experiences and where he's going to try and learn how to do even more things with what he has and, you because know, he's going to have to. It's just—it's just because that's what's going to happen. I think it's just going to be awesome for him. And uh, Ali, last but not least, how have you grown?
5: Uh, like Miss Moore was saying, coding—it's just a bunch of languages, and I, it can sound intimidating because you have Java and JavaScript and C Sharp and C plus plus and all of these scary things. But I think that it's really about the mindset you develop. And with CSS, I feel like especially like HTML was fun, but CSS—it helped me like develop the efficiency mindset of coding. Like you can code something. And it, it might look the same, but like you want it to be understandable for others and you want to you want to be efficient. And I feel like that's the exciting part of coding to me. And I feel like I've learned a lot about this this year. Since we've had tons of projects to practice. And like Jason is also saying, the amount of opportunities we have is just amazing. And like I know that even if we're not working on something in class, Ms. Moore will be like, You wanna get a certificate in this language? I can help you out with that. And it's just like you can really go down with whatever paths you go down, whatever paths you want to, and that's really exciting to me.
0: All right, real quickly, guys. I know we're running up against the clock here. Uh, literally, got a minute left in uh, a minute left in the meeting. But Mrs. Moore, if you could just speak to the parents here for a second, what would you say to a parent that might be apprehensive about their student taking a web development course here at the A Center, or at or maybe any course at either one of our A Centers at Hermitage or Highland Springs? What would you say uh, to a parent that might be on the fence about that, about letting the student t- participate in those programs?
4: Um, I would tell the parents to look at, around them. Every single thing, the majority of occupations derive from CTE, career and technical development. And that's what we are. A centers are CTE classes. And if you look at any um, opportunity, education from business, even if you're a cashier, you know, Everything out there derives from CTE. We have everything here at their disposal, and it's just them that need to take advantage of it.
0: Yeah, gotta take advantage of the opportunities given. Real quick lightning round from my panel of students here, and we're going to start with Adi. Future plans, and why should a student try an A Center
3: program? My future plan would you to attend some college, uh, learn a little bit more, get my skills solid, get a degree. I think people should really try to engage with these centers and any opportunities to get like this, because first of all, it's giving you a chance to do things that you enjoy. Not everyone enjoys maths, but someone would definitely enjoy coding because once you build the mindset to start learning something, you can use that for all your classes. You can use that for anything that you ever do. And another thing Ms. Moore said was that this class gives us the resources. The A centers give us enough resources for you to do anything. And I think that is an important that you can build all these certificates, you can build all these things on your resume before you even leave high school. I'm pretty sure people spend years trying to learn this on them by themselves after the graduate college and they spend thousands of dollars, dozens and years of time and I think doing this within high school when you're so young you still have so many opportunities doing almost all of this for free. I think that's a great thing to take advantage of.
0: All right Jason, future plans and why should a student attend the A-Center? Uh, my future
2: plans, hopefully, I mean, attend a junior college, hopefully transfer to Howard, and just get involved in the programming field. Why, people, why students should attend the ACE Center, you're really helping yourself, especially if you're really interested in programming coding, you're not gonna hurt yourself. You get college credit, which is amazing. There's not really a downside. You do have to give up some of your courses, but honestly, You're probably gaining more by joining a CTE class or going to the A Center than you are getting out of the courses that you have. And it's only two years. Like, it's it's not that
0: detrimental to your
2: (laughs) high school career.
0: Yeah, And you're going to be in high school anyway. Why why not be in high school doing something that you think you might be passionate in? All right, Ali, your turn. Uh, Future plans and why should a student consider the A Center?
5: Ideally, I'm going to be going to one of the Institute of Technologies because there's a lot of them. (laughs) Maybe (laughs) Stevens or Massachusetts, we'll see. But end game, well, first I want to get into an entry-level programming job. And then ideally, I can end up as a software engineer. That's my end goal. For why you should join the A Center, I would say that it's a great opportunity to, like everyone else said, you can get a head start and because I know that I definitely don't want to spend too many more years in the the standard schooling path.
0: Samir, last but certainly not least, future plans um, and why should someone consider A Center? I think
6: definitely further my education, keep going on, uh college and then while going on, I think definitely trying to pursue this technology um, you know, path that I want. And why someone should join the A Center, I think it's just great because you can you can take your passion and you can learn so much about it. You you don't just learn about it. You also prepare yourself for the future. And if you want to keep going on this path, and I think it's very important. And like Jason said, it can only help you. It can't really hurt you that much. And it's it's a big benefit to anyone that joins.
0: All right. Well, thank you guys so much for being here on Henrico CTE Now. Before we close, guys, i to remind you, check us out on our social media, Facebook. Twitter, YouTube, Instagram—all at the handle HenricoCTE. CTE. Check out henricocte.com. Miss Moore wanted to say something else before I, I go into my closing. I want say clothes.
4: one last thing. Sure. That, um, the ACE Center and CTE is not only web development, and I know that's what we're talking about today, but we have a plethora of programs nice. from. EMT, vet science, nurse aid, legal systems, electricity, criminal justice, AutoCAD, graphic design, etc. they go on. And all of them are in industry and we here at the A Center and in the CTE programs develop lifelong learners. So you start here, but your endpoint is endless. So, that's all I wanted to say. Peace out. Love you guys.
0: <laughs> and that's how you put a period. On a podcast like there. That. That's an
1: exclamation <laughs> point. That's not a period. Ooh, my bad. Exclamation
0: point. Maybe, maybe a couple of exclamation points, but thank you guys again so much for hanging out with us here on Rico CTE. Now, check out the social media, like I mentioned before, all at the handle Rico CTE. HenricoCTE.com. Mike, tell them where they can find the podcast.
1: You find the podcast on uh, all your major and most of your minor podcast venues. Check us out. Like and subscribe.
0: Like and subscribe, hit the notification bell. We post every other week, brand new shows around lunchtime. So while you're snacking, you can be learning. Snack and learn. (laughs) Multitasking. All right, guys, that's it for us here. Uh, For Mrs. Omega James Moore, for Alexandra, for Adi, for Samir, for Jason, for Mike Roberts, I'm Rashawn Garnett. This has been Heriko CTE. Now until next time, so long, everyone.